You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastors Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt, and this is Jessica. What is going on? Hello, we are Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so happy that you joined us today. This is Morning Breath, where we take one chapter of the Bible and we read it, and then we come together and we talk about it. And it's so cool. Two weeks ago, I just remember specifically this moment where as we're reading it, like we've already read it, we're talking about it, as he's reading it, he like gets a revelation of something like God literally breathes on it while he's reading it. And I'm like, I've never seen that before. And it's just awesome. That's yeah. that's the point of this. That's the process. So um, you can use the morning breath schedule. We have a different chapter every day of the entire year. You can use it as your Bible reading program. That's what I do. I take the chapter and I do the SOAP process with it, which is stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Or you can just tune in with us on radio or podcast, wherever you're hearing this. Uh, Monday through Thursday, Friday, we always have a special message. Uh, however you want to join us, we're just happy that you're here. Yeah, we are happy that you're here. We are happy. So what is, what's happening these days? Anything cool? Anything um, exciting? In Florida, I mean, school it's is hot. Ending. Yes, school yeah. has ended. School yeah. has ended. Another school year we is did complete. It. We did it. Yes. Yeah, what a crazy so school crazy. year, too. So many people, for the first time, started homeschooling or yeah. different things or virtual schooling and all of that. And yeah. It's been pretty chaotic with certain people. Uh, we we have had a lot of shifts in schooling this year, new things to us, and we're mm-hmm. shifting again next year. It's exciting. Yep. So I think, actually, that's a really good thing that came out of 2020 was the ability to pivot, even though we all hated that word for a while. Uh, um, but I, it it made it so it wasn't like everyone had to do it. Like everyone was in the same boat of trying to figure this thing out and just doing the best thing for your family for your for that moment, right? And I think it just I don't know. I think it gave a lot of freedom to that. Like mm-hmm. we're not scared to change things. We'll yeah. try it. Yeah. Oh well, if it doesn't work, we'll figure it out. Yep. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. that came out of it. I love it. Yeah. So we've been doing a question of the day for several shows now, and I think it's fun. We're going to keep doing it. So we have this uh, question from Cindy Smith. She gave it to us, and this is the question. What is a toy that you always wanted as a kid? And I think this could be like a toy that you always wanted and you got it, or a toy that you always wanted that you never got, and you pine after it. Oh. (laughs) I mean, I always wanted a skateboard. I mean, and I got skateboards, you know, and I always wanted a better skateboard. And... um, you know, a Nash skateboard. That was a big deal. I've like, never heard of that. Yeah, it was a really big deal when I was a kid. And anybody who's about my age probably had heard of a Nash skateboard. Nash. That's right. And then I remember wanting a skateboard that had a motor on the back of it. Yeah, it was a weed whacker motor. <laughs> Is this serious? A yeah, thing? A serious. You could buy it? Or you made it? Well, I didn't make it. <laughs> No, I mean, you could buy them, but oh, some wow. people did make them. And wow. they, I mean, they were hard to make because you had to get all this, like, converter stuff into the wheels. And, you know, it's a motor that's turning for a weed whacker, but they'd had to, you know, gear it to turn it wheels. Sounds like a disaster waiting to happen for a little boy. Oh, no. <laughs> or the best thing ever. No, this is the 90s. Like, come on, that's man. True. We were living the dream. That's true. Um, you know what? I, I don't think I wanted any toy that I didn't get growing up. I got to say, as a kid, I had the things I wanted. I mean, there was one point where I wanted a motorcycle, a dirt bike. Uh, and I had one when I was 12 years old. Huh. 100cc uh, Honda. I hope our 13-year-old doesn't R. watch this. Don't worry, they don't. Whatever. <laughs> don't worry, they don't. I'm going to tell them to watch this. 
But yeah, I had a motorcycle when I was like 12 years old, like a um, dirt bike and, you know, didn't even own a helmet. Mm. Yeah, we weren't wrapped in bubble wrap in the 90s, were we? No, we were not. <laughs> we sure are now. Only the strong survived. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are. It's like the gen, what is it, the gen X generation and the early millennials. Yeah. I'm right in the middle. I know. Depending on what they say, I'm a millennial and you're a millennial, and depending on what other people say, we're not. They call them a, a zenial. Yeah. It's like X and a millennial between, put together. In between, yeah. 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 Where we still didn't wear seatbelts, like we, and you know. we remember. But we also had cell phones. We remember a world without, like we're not digital natives, right? We Correct. remember the world. We are like really special, actually. Yeah, we are. Right, we are special. <laughs> we're right in the middle zone of we remember what it was like to not have the internet. Absolutely. We had technology, but it. Through our teenage and 20-somethings, it came alive. Versus Adeline, who's had... Our daughter, who's nine. She had FaceTime since she was born. It's true. You know? Yeah, she's like, I'm not calling you ever. I just FaceTime you because <laughs> I want to see your face. She's, what is calling so anyway? Crazy. Dude, this is so random. But do you remember, did you ever have a printer that had those um, circles on the side oh, yeah. of the paper? And it Where the all paper printed never out ended. And together and you would make banners yeah. and you would color them in Yeah. and it was all together. So when I was a kid, was so cool. my dad had my dad has been a pastor most of my life. There was a period of time where he wasn't, but um, my dad also liked technology. So very early on, he had a computer um, and he had a Bible program. I mean, when we still had those printers, I was probably in uh, seventh grade, I think. And so seventh grade would have been twelve, twelve years old. So nineteen ninety, and uh, we had an assignment. I went to Christian school. And we had an assignment to find a scripture on a subject. And I knew my dad had a Bible program where you could look up a scripture, look up a word and all the scriptures in that word, right? So I printed like all 700 <laughs> on scriptures. A stack of paper like this. And I got in front of the class <laughs> and I was like, I found a scripture on, on the subject. And then I let all the paper <laughs> fly out. Like so dramatic. Yeah, just like. <laughs> Sheets like forty sheets of paper just oh my going, gosh. and you be would. like, "Oh yeah!" And you I was would. like, and I read it, and I was like, and I found like eight hundred more scriptures, you know, like that was fun. That's funny. Do you want to know about my toy? I do. Thanks for asking. So I, I don't, I don't remember when. The, maybe they were called moon shoes. Do you remember those? They were like trampoline shoes, and they were separate, yeah. and you had to strap your yeah. foot to them, and you walked like. <laughs> Stupidest things ever. I always wanted those. I did get them. And of course, as you know, as a kid, you're like the thing you want forever. And then you get it and you're like, use it one time. It, like broke both your ankles. Yeah. You're like, why did I get this? Exactly. <laughs> Moon shoes. That's the first thing I thought of. Moon you know, that shoes. made me think of something I never got. Um, mm -hmm. You remember those calf shoes? Like they had like, it was like for working out and it supposedly added like eight inches of vertical. No. On, on your vertical. No. It was like a shoe with like this platform on the front of it. You had to like walk on your toes like all day and jump and run on it. And it just like your calves would get huge. huge. I never got them. Yeah. That's why I can't jump. Oh, okay. We better. I know other. Yeah. We better read our Bibles. Yes, we should. So sorry. Okay. Thanks that was for. Fun. It was fun. Thanks for going down memory lane with us. We've been in. Maybe someone would comment in the comment section like what was a toy that they always wanted. I would love to know. I would like to Please know. Please tell us. Okay. Luke chapter 21. In fact, new rule. Whatever question we're answering, we want you to answer in the comments. <laughs> New for rule. That is something that we do at our house, actually. Like Matt decides that he's had it with something, and then it's he proclaims rule. the thing, 
and usually it's something very silly, but he's gotten to the like here with it, and it's like new rule. Like when our kids rule. were little, not now, not now. Like little, little. Like I made a new rule. Like you have to wear underpants. Yep. To leave the house. Yep. Because when someone's four years old, they're not wearing underpants. They poop. It falls out their shorts and hits the ground. Wear Ask underpants. Ask us how we know. <laughs> <laughs> new it happened rule. to me. New rule. Yeah. So that, that's it. <laughs> Glimpse into our house. Okay. Whew. Luke chapter 21. <clears throat> Looking up, he saw the rich people. <laughs> Such a hard right turn from four-year-olds pooping their pants to the word of God. That's God is cool like that. Okay. He tracks with us. Luke 21. Looking up, he saw the rich people putting their gifts into the treasury, and he saw a poor widow putting in two small copper coins. He said, truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put in proportionally more than all of them. For they all put in gifts from their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. As some were talking about the temple, that it was decorated with beautiful stones and consecrated offerings of magnificent gifts of gold, which were displayed on the walls and hung in the porticos, he said, As for all these things which you see, the time will come when there will not be one stone left on another that will not be torn down. They asked him, Teacher, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign when these things are about to happen? He said, be careful and see to it that you're not misled. For many will come in my name, appropriating for themselves the name Messiah, which belongs to me alone, saying, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and disturbances, civil unrest, revolts, uprisings, do not panic. For these things must take place first, but the end will not come immediately. Then Jesus told them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be violent earthquakes and in various places, famines and deadly and devastating pestilences, plagues and epidemics. And there will be terrible sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and will persecute you, turning you over to the synagogues and prisons and bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be a time and an opportunity for you to testify about me. So make up your minds not to prepare beforehand to defend yourselves. For I will give you skillful words and wisdom, which none of your opponents will be able to resist or refute. But you'll be betrayed and handed over even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And you'll be continually hated by everyone because of your association with my name, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your patient endurance, empowered by the Holy Spirit, you will gain your souls." But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by hostile armies, then understand with confident assurance that her complete destruction is near. At that time, those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains, and those who are inside the city Jerusalem must get out, and those who are out in the country must not enter the city. For these are days of vengeance, of rendering full justice or satisfaction, so that all things which are written will be fulfilled. Woe to those women who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days, for great trouble and anguish will be on the land, and wrath and retribution to this people Israel." And they'll fall by the edge of the sword and will be led captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled, completed. There will be signs attesting miracles in the sun, moon, and stars. And on the earth, there will be distress and anguish among nations and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea and the waves. People fainting from fear and expectation of the dreadful things coming on the world for the very powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they'll see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with transcendent, overwhelming power, subduing the nations and with great glory. Now, when these things begin to occur, stand tall and lift up your heads in joy because suffering ends as your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree. Back to the fig tree. And all the trees. As soon as they put out leaves, you see it and know for yourselves that summer is near. So you too, when you see these things happening, know without any doubt that the kingdom of God is near. 
I assure you and most solemnly say to you, this generation, those living at that definite period of time preceding the second coming will not pass away until everything takes place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down and depressed with the giddiness of debauchery and the nausea of self-indulgence. I love that, the nausea of self-indulgence <laughs> and the worldly worries of life. And then that day when the Messiah returns will not come on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all of those who live on the face of all the earth. But keep alert at all times. Be attentive and ready, praying that you may have the strength and ability to be found worthy and to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand in the presence of the Son of Man at his coming. Now in the daytime, Jesus was teaching in the porches and courts of the temple. But at night, he would go out and spend the night on the mount that is called Olivet. And early in the morning, all the people would come to him in the temple to listen to him. Amen. Amen. So I have an announcement to make. Um, so when I was about 17 years old, I got my first Amplified Bible. Uh-huh. And I found a scripture in the Bible that said, patient endurance. And I remember sharing it with Darlene. And, and Darlene is? Darlene Parton. She was my youth pastor, one of my youth pastors, Pastor Eric and Darlene. And I could never find that scripture again. Never. Never, never. I never, I, and I had a different word in there. It was like, I, it was like, I couldn't remember the words. It was patient, passion, or I just couldn't remember the two words. I could never find it. And she had asked me later, like, what was that scripture? And I couldn't remember the address of the scripture. And I'd never been able to find it. 17 years old, that was 24 years ago. And I figured one day I will find that scripture again. Oh my it will gosh, come to me. How precious. I know, isn't that silly? Um and here we are. It's Luke 21, 19. Oh, I gotta help We've you. done it. We found <laughs> so the verse. Sweet. I'm gonna let Darlene know. <laughs> we found it. But it was such a cool verse because a lot of times you think patience is about waiting. Yeah. It says patient endurance. Endurance is about going. Patience is about waiting. Mm-hmm. Endurance is about going. And no, patience, the the translation says, by your patience, possess your souls. Mm -hmm. So the action of possessing, it's an action, patience. And so I love the mix between the patience and the endurance because Mm -hmm. I've found at this season in my life, I need both so badly. I need to keep going and keep taking ground and keep running, but I need to exercise patience in the process. It is so hard because I think I want to possess without patience. I want to run without patience. I don't want patience. And then sometimes I'm just sick of it. I'm like, I am done. I'm just going to go lay in the corner and be patient over there in the corner. (laughs) And uh, like, no, we got to keep patience and endurance with our children. You have to have patience with them, but you have to keep teaching them. Yeah, it is such a powerful so concept. Like literally, it it brings the two of some of the most difficult things in our lives together in one sentence. And that's why it was like, what is that verse? I don't know where it's at. And it was just like something I had remembered, like keep that patient passion. No, it's patience, endurance, patient, endurance. I will remember what a cool this thing. moment forever. Forever, literally. So will you. <laughs> so sweet. God, you do love me. <laughs> My- my favorite thing. I have an announcement. <laughs> that was awesome. Okay. I too loved that verse. And I wrote down this verse by your patient endurance. And I loved that it was talking about something so intense. It was talking about like persecution and making it through and holding out hope. And it was very, very like intense. And I just thought like, 
we have to have that patient endurance in the massive things, yes. Like mm-hmm. last year, I mean, the whole year, patient endurance, right? We learned that a lot, and we're still in that, and we always will be. Yeah. But in the small things, too, like I love that you said teaching our kids that small because there's so many little small things. The daily tasks. The daily tiny little tasks that add up to big things. They add up to character in your kid. They add up to longevity in your marriage. They add up to great friendships that endure the seasons and changing times. And I, but, but I think the part that we can't forget is it says by your patient endurance. By your patient endurance? Like by your own strength? No. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. Like... That is what gives us the strength yeah. to to have patient endurance. Is the Holy Spirit? Is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit? So I I like it. I love the phrase. I love it even more now. Now it's my new favorite verse. So uh, you know that. something that you said, and it's so true. This verse is talking about like the end times mm-hmm. and like persecution, and you'll be brought before kings and rulers, like to maybe be killed. Right? Yeah. Um. I saw a video recently of uh, the song Gyra. Mm-hmm. And uh, You Are Enough. You Are Enough by, who's it by? Um, Maverick City. Maverick City by, and Elevation, too, I think, yeah, together. I can't remember the guy's name right now. Chandler, Chandler Moore. Chandler Moore. What a powerful song. Oh, and such a good song. you go watch the YouTube video, and it's like amazing. I mean, it's authentic, it's pure, it's holy, it's like, uh, it just feels like. It's pure. just pure mm-hmm. and so powerful song. But then I saw a video recently of these kids in Africa singing the song. And it's got like a cardboard piano and with like they drew drawn on they have a piece of notes. cardboard and they drew a piano it's this on it. This little boy singing and he's singing to a water bottle that is taped to like taped a sprite a bottle. Oh yeah. It's taped to a sprite bottle. Yeah. Hooked onto a stick. That's his microphone. And everyone's got sticks with water bottles as microphones. And I just was like, what a reality check. I mean, we're going through some troubling times, but like most of us have carpet and tile in our house. Real microphones. Real microphones. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Real microphones that we're talking on and we're, we're watching this on real computers and we're listening to this in our cars as we drive on our paved roads and you know our hardship there's been some really really hard things that people are going through mm-hmm. and people are going through some of the toughest seasons of their life but wow yeah. uh maybe a little perspective here you know like we really gotta really we have a good oh my gosh we have it so good perspective is key and i think you could probably type in gyra j-i-r-e-h to Jehovah youtube gyra. And that's what it's it's a Hebrew name for God, yeah. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. provider. And the whole song is just like, Jireh, you are enough. You are more than enough. You'll always be enough. And I have had some trouble sleeping these past few weeks. Just just not anything bad, just like a lot of things, you know, when your mind is like so going, 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 going. Yeah. And it's hard to shut it down. But <clears throat> I I've also, thankfully, not on purpose, but it's just happened, been playing a lot of worship. And so I can convert my thoughts when I can't sleep to those songs. And I can, Jaira, you are enough. You're enough. You're enough. You're enough. You're enough. And then before long, that's what's going in my mind. And then I'm asleep. Then I fall asleep, right? Because I'm, I'm replacing the anxious thoughts with worship and the word. 
And I think that's just like, it's perspective. Yeah. It is perspective. That's, it's a really precious video. Um, I want to say something about that. And I want to say again about patient endurance. Um, God's, God's given us this ability to be patient and to endure. And there's actually a word that really means both. And that's faithfulness. Hmm. Faithfulness is not just holding on and being patient. But faithful people are people that keep taking ground. Jesus defined that a lot of different ways. But think about the faith of a mustard seed. The whole point of that is that mustard seed keeps growing. You want faith of a mustard seed, you have to keep being faithful in your faith. Or think about this, when you when you bury your talent in the ground, you just give it back to God. And he goes, hey, if you'd only just earn a percent, like just like this much, like 1%, like, I could have celebrated that. You don't even have to double what you have in life. You just have to keep going mm-hmm. and add something to what you've been given. Yeah. Patient endurance is faithfulness. That's and good. faithfulness is not patience and it's not endurance, but it's patient endurance. It's you keep going. You don't have to be a rock star. You don't have to be the best. You just don't give up. Yeah. And That's you good. don't quit. And, you know, let me say this. Sometimes we feel ashamed because we had to quit something and we've quit in the past. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm just going to say don't quit as a person. Don't give up on life. Don't give up on uh, being a, a follower of Christ. You might have given up on a dream or even a relationship died or a divorce or anything like that. Um but that doesn't mean you've given up. Like, keep going. Keep patiently enduring. Keep pressing forward. Um, you're not defined by who you like, what you do. You're not defined by your successes or failures in life. You're really defined as a created son or daughter of God. That's mm-hmm. what you're defined by. And so keep patiently going. Keep enduring. Keep moving forward. But I like the, the possess part where it isn't just endurance like, oh, keep trudging along. No. Possess, keep going, keep pressing, keep pushing, be patient. Don't go crazy about this thing. You know, don't yeah. lose your mind over it. Keep going. You've it reminds got it. me of uh, Eugene Peterson is the one who wrote uh, or translated the Message Bible. And he has a lot of other books. And one of his books is called a Long Obedience in the Same Direction. Yeah. Isn't that good? That's yeah, such a good. good thought. Like it, patient endurance. That's long obedience yeah. in the same direction. Like it's just obeying, and then. But obeying what is again. long obedience? Because that sounds horrible. It's like obedience is hard enough to begin with. I think long obedience is probably like you obey and then you don't. Like one time you're like, darn it, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna keep obeying. So it's like that. If you fail, keep going. Yeah. Keep get up, get back up. Yeah. Keep moving. That's what long obedience is. His it's not mercies measured, are new every morning. Right. It's not measured in the short term yeah. of obedience. It's measured in the you will you the keep length, going. Look at the length of it, not just the moments, right? The moments where we mess up. Well, let's look at the the breadth of our decisions, of our obedience. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, verse 8 says, He said, Be careful and see to it that you are not misled, for many will come in my name, appropriating for themselves the name Messiah, which belongs to me alone, saying, I am he, the time is near, do not follow them. And when I read this verse, I immediately thought of another verse in the Bible that talks about uh, the sheep know the voice of their shepherd, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. And then that's talking about us as followers of Jesus, knowing the voice of Jesus. And when we hear a voice, another voice saying, 
like, oh, I'm the Messiah over here. This is the way that you should go over here. And it's not Jesus. We can recognize, we can discern that is not the Lord. That is not that. This is not that. And so sheep know the voice of their shepherd to where they follow him. If they hear, if I'm the shepherd and I'm like, here, sheep, come here, sheep. And then you come in and you're like, here, sheep, come here, sheep. They're not going <laughs> to... They're not going to follow him. They're going to follow me because I have the relationship with them. I've spent time with them. I have relational equity with my sheep, right? It's time spent. And I think we have to, we we live in this microwave society, this generation where we're like, we want it done. We want it now. We want it how we want it. And we want it when we want it. We want it fast. But that is not how a relationship is built, especially a relationship with the Lord. That's not how we learn his voice. We learn his voice with every day, opening his word, reading it a little bit, and learning a little bit. And, and right, that long obedience in the same direction. We come back to it. We learn a little more. We come back to it. We mess up. We come back to it. We learn a little bit more. That is how you will know the voice of your shepherd. That's how you'll know the voice of Jesus and be able to discern whether you're hearing his voice or hearing the voice of a stranger trying to lead you astray. That's really good. Well, thank you so much for listening to Morning Breath. We'll see you next time. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. 
I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.